I did not go to Meow Wolf. I would like to go to Meow Wolf. I got this at a thrift store in San Francisco, which that thrift store, we need to go back to. Out of the closet. It is amazing. I know. I have my favorite shirt from there, too. What's your favorite shirt? Donut Squad. Oh, I didn't know that came from there. My other favorite shirt is the Share Show. That that store is like, it's like a fucking uh, AIDS, like everything that they, all the profits go to like AIDS research. So it's very gay. And like the, the shirts that I got, I felt like my gay uncle that I don't know was like, here are your shirts. Like This is for you. This episode of Dear Jessamine has profanity, sex talk, weed smoking, and a bunch of other shit that is just not for everybody. And you also may not agree with the stuff we say or how we say it, and we think that's great. Today, we're recording from stolen Ohlone land. We promote cannabis medicine to people over 21, and if you're not 21, come back when you are. Fuck it, let's just start. Let's just record. I think it's from recording. a Logic song. Who's Logic? Logic is a rapper that I really enjoy. Do you? I, I think you listen to Logic sometimes. Probably. He's playing frequently, actually. I need to cue a few tracks <laughs> for after this. I really enjoy Logic. Hello. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. How are I'm you? I'm glad to be your baby. Oh, yeah. I'll be my baby. I don't know why I fucking your mic so much. Because it's not necessary for me to do. Fucking control freak Virgo rising. Hey. Hey. Hey, mirror. (laughs) No, that's why I'm saying. I'm literally like, it's, I so appreciate that Chani does the horoscopes based on rising sign because, like, I feel like that is the most relevant thing, at least at this stage in my own life i feel like it's the most relevant thing and but it's interesting to me because we are so different but we have the same rising sign so like mm-hmm. we're coming from the same place and i think of you so often it's like an aries like you are aries yeah. but also you're a virgo what's funny is my mom is virgo sun and you are virgo rising like me but i'm an aries sun I don't know why I want to say that I just started hanging out with somebody who has an Aries rising. And that's so interesting to me to Mm -hmm. see where the Aries. Where it pops up. Yeah, where it pops up. Like the difference between knowing about my mom's Virgo and your Virgo rising and my Virgo rising versus knowing about my Aries, your dad's Aries Mm. and like other people's Aries rising. I think it's like interesting things to learn Mm. on the note of sun sign versus rising sign. Mm. What are the differences that you're noticing? What are you doing with your mouth? I was eating a cherry. And I thought that maybe it wouldn't matter because I was talking. But now you're um, and now you're asking a question. Oh no, I was just curious. I just wanted folks to hear your no, totally. It's, oh, to thank know. you for giving the context. Yeah, yeah I was eating a cherry, um, but I was trying to also depit it while yeah. I was eating it and keep the pit in one part of my mouth and chew with the other part and also speak. So <laughs> it's really a tall order, and I appreciate that you um just wanted to offer context oh, to yeah. our friend who's here. Um. Okay, what are the differences between Aries rising and Aries sun that you have noticed in the last well, three depends. days of being in your new relationship? Being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wednesday. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I did fuck. I did. I did open that box. Um, mm-hmm. 
what have I noticed? <laughs> uh, I think if you have Aries like high in your chart, you are a daring person. That is true. Like it just can't, you can't not. You have to. Um, another person I dated in the last couple of years, what did they have an Aries moon? Yeah, they had a, we had the same astrology. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so sorry that I screamed. I'm so sorry, baby. Oh my God. But literally, I hope that person is listening right now so that they can know you. We say your name. We're not going to say it here, (laughs) but we say your name. We're talking about them right now. Y'all had the same astrology, but it was like inverted. It was just, okay. So I'm Aries sun, Gemini moon. It's not a high future. Um, and then Virgo rising. Yeah. And that person was Gemini sun, mm-hmm. Aries moon. No, Gemini sun, Virgo moon, Aries rising. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> Wait, Gemini sun, Aries moon, Virgo rising. No, they weren't the same as me at, at, for anything. So it Gemini was moon. Gemini sun. Gemini sun. <laughs> Virgo moon, yeah. Aries rising. Yeah. Aries rising is a very interesting position. Isn't okay. your teacher Aries rising too? Yes. Yeah, that's very interesting. Wow, I'm really oh, doing interesting. a thing out here. She's a Taurus sun too. How Stop. funny. We're done. Moving along. Um, yeah, so it's just interesting to find your sun sign in another part of somebody's chart and, and see where the qualities of yourself that you feel like are influenced by your sun sign are showing up in other people in different ways. That's my whole, that's my mm. astro thought of the week, actually. I'm going to start back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, say it again. I missed it because no. I was not listening. What did you say? <laughs> I like that. I think that the deeper polyamory comment here is that one way to deal with hard poly stuff is to just not listen and just. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was a lesson. strategy. I thought no, it was learning. to laugh. <laughs> I think that laughter is the <laughs> best medicine. It is the most laugh. important thing. We have been having... What's new in paradise? What's What are you calling in? We've been having a time of it over here with all your fucking rising signs. <laughs> Sun signs. <laughs> Oi. Uh, I would like literally promise myself I would not say a fucking peep about this bitch you brought it up i literally and then <laughs> this, okay so <clears throat> so what about an aries rising is similar to an aries sun sometimes you'll be like i'm not gonna talk about something and be like so anyway so the thing about this thing that matters anyway <laughs> thank you for being so graceful oh, with me God. it doesn't matter we don't really need to you said it once it. and the listener can run it back and i can run it back when we edit so it's no big deal i think it was like when i edit triggering as fuck i cannot believe that you edit this shit literally. oh man i was kylie is, sent over an edit for me to listen to this morning and i got into it and i was like what am i why literally Jesus why Christ, oh my god leave me alone literally, get out of my ear not. i this hate you go thing. away oh no oh my god <laughs> some people oh my god at people that i love so much whose work i really respect have messaged me and been like oh my god i didn't know you had a podcast i started listening i've just been binging this is amazing. How do you do this? Like, mm. how is that? And I'm like, bitch, I don't listen to it. I do it once masochism. a week. Masochism. It is called. Ooh, somebody asked me if I was a masochist God. recently, and I was like, somebody. I don't know how to answer that. I feel if like you're a masochist, well, it's just quite revealing to so you don't know that well to be like. It's a pretty important thing to it's know. It's a very I important thing. I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't know how to answer. I think that was part of oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you not identify as masochist? No, I don't identify as any of that shit. 
well, that's interesting. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like totally. there's, I just have never fit into any category that I've known of. That's right. So I'm like, I mean, sure. You know, mm-hmm. um, I identify as a masochist and you I, identify as a lot of things too. I don't know about all that, but anyway. I definitely identify as a masochist. What, what else were you? You've talked about being a sadist before too. Oh, definitely a sadist. Um, so where those feel mutually exclusive to some people, they are not to me. And so it's a tricky question to get into with somebody you don't know. Cause it's like, there's a lot of texture there, but sure. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. anyway, I hate that I'm talking. Anyway, Why? Uh, you want to talk about it. I know I want to, but maybe not with all of all the thousands of our friends. Okay. Well, today. That's fair. <laughs> but obviously okay. I do. I think that's completely reasonable. Anyway. You catch me out here not wanting to talk about shit on the show. It's true. So, and I don't. How do you do it, baby? Um, I enjoy secrets. You talk about, you throw shade on, you've talked cash not shit about secrets for it's not years bad. It's not for you me. talk shit about scorpios in general <laughs> for this whole this. thing no, no. <laughs> i feel like generally scorpios are canceled no, no, and then after, yeah cool. scorpios are queen king of secrets and they know but um Mystery all royalty. water signs i think can appreciate a, a secret because <laughs> there are so many mysteries in this universe that we will never understand and we're not meant to understand and a secret feels like something so powerful. They can also be really toxic and create, oh, I mean, forever problems. Yep. That's why Scorpio's rule it <laughs> rules. Pluto, what? <laughs> Go on. I'm just saying, it's like the planet of the most distant planet. It's mm. actually not even a planet. And, um, um, and I, I think actually traditionally... Oh, you think I you just won't let Pluto them take Pluto from me? I think that's what I decided. And whenever whatever these nineties ass grade they told us, actually, no, they said accurately that Pluto is a moon, which I think, or is like some other rock, and um, is not actually a planet. But that doesn't mean it's not important. Mm-hmm. And I think actually scorpio rules mars i believe either mars or mercury um traditionally and that it's like a relatively recent thing since the discovery of pluto that it rules pluto and i think that for many sun signs the mystery is hard and it's like you want to pinpoint the mystery and you want to be like this is where we are and this is what it is and it just nothing in this life is ever certain period and we don't know a lot so i enjoy a secret for that reason and i don't mind keeping them i do i do hold you know i I can appreciate that well two things number one i think we're all here to sort of balance each other out like Mm -hmm. in the world and if it's true that we're all walking each other home you know it's fun when like one person wants to walk on the inside the other person wants to walk on the outside and some people like to switch and whatever that like there are those differences to be important those are important differences and i think you know i'm just interested in illuminating brightening and shining light on and blazing a trail and you know what i mean like all of the things that are consistent with like how i behave are kind of the opposite of mystery secrecy darkness coldness you know it's the opposite. Mm. So, and I think that those things are very important to offer each other balance. It's, I guess it is, it's cold out there and at Pluto it is cold. That's true. I was, when you said cold, I was like cold, really? Secret That's how I experience always? Scorpios is cold and distant. Wow. Really? Yeah. Just like Pluto. Wow. How interesting. And if, and they don't, they're not in really <clears throat> interested in my fire is the other thing. So I'm like, <laughs> we don't got nothing for each other, you know? I don't know what that's about. Um, 
I mean, my mother is Scorpio. She's married to an Aries. She so, loves me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, so I don't know, but I do hear what you're saying. And I think that what I've experienced from you, and I had no context for this before you, is that it is hard to deal with liminality and it is hard to uh, sit in the the muck of it mm-hmm. and that that can be like really alienating. And so I can see how like yeah. the people who really relish in that and lust for that yeah. and are that, they don't lust for it, they are that, that that would be off-putting. Do you want to do like a quick, what are you calling in this week? Sure. Uh, I don't know if that has to be quick, but. Sure. Um, I can start. I can, oh, no, start. please. You start. No, oh my God. I'm calling start. in liminal space. Wow. I love that. For so many reasons. Yeah. I'm in between this thing and that thing and mm. this time and that time and this project and that project and completion and commencement. And I just feel like it's all, mm, none of it's tidy, none of it's in a bow, none of it's clear to me, none of it's making sense. And we think that's great. Mm. I really want to ask you a question about that. Um, Is it about, is any of that related to this show and our relationship? Mm. You know, it's not. Mm. Jesus. Mm. That is is Mm. incredible. Very spicy Mm -hmm. and lovely. Mm -hmm. Thanks for asking. Thank you for why you asked. Oh, because of our talk this morning? Oh, yeah. Really? Definitely. Nah, girl. I'm like so deep in this right now. What? I'm like, this morning meant so much to me. You would just never know. I, this is why people can't assume shit about me based on <laughs> my face. Because <laughs> I'll like listen to something. I'll be in a conversation and listen really hard and like push on it, like kick the tires a little bit. And people are like, oh, well, she's, I lost her. She doesn't believe anything I believe. Mm-hmm. And then like the next week I'm like on this show being like, I heard the most profound thing that this person really spent time trying to tell me. And it just made my whole world, you know, mm-hmm. and people will be like, what? You acted like a dick. <laughs> You're, you hate me. I literally, me. <laughs> I left thinking, knowing yeah. that you hate me. I don't re- I don't actually think I hate anybody. There's mm. two people I hated that I just like. I've been Ooh. practicing loving kindness with both of them for a really long time. <sighs> and, um, one of them actually got really sick and I was like, no, please, no, yeah. please, no, 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 no. Please, 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 no. And, uh, and I don't hate that person anymore at all. And I'm so glad that she's well. And... The other one, I'm like, who has time? <laughs> who has time? Who has time? And I wish you well. I mean, I really Literally. hope you're doing good shit, you know? Oh, my God. Baby. So I actually Literally. don't hate anyone that I know of right now. Totally. What are I'm you calling in my love? Oh, joy. Yeah. I'm calling in joy and levity and spirit and presence and happy and good yeah. and bright. And meant to be, and mm. always was, and here, I am here. That is what I'm calling in. Do you want to do a verbal praise dance on what you're calling in? Sure. <laughs> I think you're the best. Just kidding. Go ahead. Favorite things. I was feeling insecure. Why you got me so insecure? Was my Jasmine Sullivan? <laughs> Um, you were feeling insecure about what? Verbal praise dance, please. Oh, baby, no, I was just thinking. I, frankly, praise dancing is something that I feel is so I like just. I'm so. I'm just. 
I need it. You know what it I mean? It was one of those like white person who dates a black person yeah. and then realized she's in public moments. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. I know you do. Oh, I love it. Because I was like, do you have a reference of praise dancing? Like, I didn't know about that. But then I'm like, oh, I get it. Shut up. <laughs> it's not even like, anyway, I love that you reduced my experience of the world to interactions baby i just sometimes. don't know if white people praise dancing all i know is that you've never heard oh fine. no you know it no your father though you said that he was he's totally praise dancing type absolutely oh baby it's in your lineage i forgot my bad i'm thank so you. sorry absolutely that is correct thank you i wish there was video of him i don't god i don't it, need it because i can see it yeah you can i can see it he's i the know thin that man. white man absolutely. in a black women's choir 100 percent front row of the church hands up yeah praising jesus christ his lord and savior our lord and savior bopping yes moving that's being embodied absolutely yes catching the spirit that's exactly right that's the only person that your grandmother would give birth to she would have to she gave birth to five people but definitely he's one of them no but like that it's always the version it's the piece of yourself that like you can't reconcile and so Mm. this is how you're going to reconcile it i think that's all childbirth is is that Whoa. it's just Break different? It I think childbirth is just birthing pieces of yourself that you need to reconcile and that you need to deal with, and that whatever your worst nightmare is is oh, your child. Jesus. <laughs> like I'm that so, is what they're gonna be. Yo, I'm so glad you said that because I just got a new favorite thing and I'm gonna put it in the. Mm-hmm. I didn't just get. I've been watching this TikTok for like a week cool. or two. Well, while you write that down, I'm, I'm gonna say rich. what my favorite things are. Yeah, oh, no way. Oh, you're gonna pull it up. Yeah, please say your favorite things. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay. My first favorite thing is old pal ground weed. Okay. Uh, I think I've actually talked about this on the show before. Maybe like in some first Catherine movie. Yeah. Um, just because like so much weed in California is just needlessly bougie and bullshit and dumb. And I feel like all I ever like I don't the worst weed in California is perfection like the weed that they're like mm, that's so funny. like yeah it's just you know it's trim or, you know, it's- i just appreciate companies that like are not being bougie and they're just like look here's some weed this y'all. is what we got here's some weed yeah and it's yeah. like they're like it's good and uh, bonus points when they make it very accessible mm-hmm. and very like just we want for you to smoke this as easily as you can and old pal makes weed the way that I want weed. Mm-hmm. I want a pack of pre-ground weed with some papers in the top mm-hmm. that I can just have in my bag like and pull out. Pouch. It's American spirit style. Exactly. <laughs> like American right. spirit does. I mean, they're not just them, but I remember they were definitely in a renaissance during my 20s of fucking <laughs> pouch say, uh, tobacco. Yeah, that's right. Everybody who was cool was rolling American spirit cigarettes. We were, weren't we? Everybody <clears throat> was. And that is how Old Pal does their weed. It's in pouches. You can buy it. Five grams, 14 grams. This is five grams. Sativa. They do sativa, indica, hybrid. Boom. It's not no bullshit. Like it's like strain. The strain is on the back. It's not that's there's not like a bunch of different strains. It's just like this is what we have. Mm -hmm. The papers are perfect. They do, it's like a magnet closure on the pack. They um they have tips in them. Just the way the whole thing is put together, it is beautiful and perfect and clean and needed and i'm so grateful and i love it um so i rolled that 
in, and I use these oh, yeah. papers and ink papers, which I always have difficulty rolling papers and ink. And I think it's because they're so beautiful. Mm. I can't find the gum line sometimes. So I'll roll them inverted or yes, roll them upside down. Definitely. But I, uh, well, we have these in the underbelly shop. They are the cow print. I think move. Yeah, there you go. You see papers. Um, okay. What else? Uh, my ever, I'm wearing my favorite things. Yeah, it's baby. so funny. Um, Asha Patel Designs did a collab with Catherine Budig, our teacher. Do you mm-hmm. think Catherine is your teacher? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Catherine has done a couple collections with Asha, and this is from um, her Phoenix collection. And this actually isn't the one that I was thinking of that I really like. The one I was thinking of is this one that is like an eye. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But I just really, they're gemstones. They're very intentional pieces and they carry really good energy and bring so much to my life. They're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. Just very easy, gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Like no effort. I definitely. They go with everything. I've seen you wear that Phoenix pendant and thought about the ways that I wear your ring. You know what I mean? That has your name on it. Misspelled. And you wear that pennant that has my name on it oh yeah also spelled differently but still i used to wear your ring your other ring where's your ring this one that ring yeah oh my god this ring that my mom gave me yeah i was scared all the time about losing that ring it's funny i'm glad that you didn't i'm glad i didn't either yeah i love that necklace that you have it's really beautiful um, I had some more favorite things, but I think that's plenty for me today. What, you, you say your favorite thing. I have two favorite things this week. One of them is yet another podcast that Tender Fire Media has released. <laughs> oh, you're being so nice. Can I? I this um, is my favorite show that you've been working on. I have a, uh, this is the <clears throat> dearest friend. I mean, maybe, I mean, family. Like oh, it yeah. doesn't even, I'm trying to think of words that it's just not, I mean, full connection since many lifetimes ago. Um, my dear friend and also my chief of staff and yeah. also one of my favorite collaborators has made this incredible show and I have the honor of producing it and it's called, I hate it here. Oh, oh, oh my God. I'm sorry. And it's by Tenderfire media. And what I'm loving the most about making these shows and how they sound so different than this show is so that they're different. a little bit rougher, a little bit more DIY, a little bit like mm. grittier. Interesting. For all kinds of reasons. That's not how I would characterize them, but please. Well, I th- I think from a production yeah. standpoint, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. <clears throat> there are things about it that when I listen back to both those shows, Dharma Cosm and I Hate It oh, Here, I'm yeah. like, well, yeah, I want to do this next time. I want to make sure that happens next time. We've really worked out a lot of kinks on this show. Yeah, totally. And um, obviously having Kylie is. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, we have like equipment. Some, you know no, I, mean? I want to stop with Kylie yeah. for a sec. Like having Please. Kylie as both a collaborator and a genius yes. um, strategist Literally. and like an editor and like, yes. I mean, just all kinds of things. Like somebody keeping the ball rolling when like Literally. my ass is doing crazy <laughs> shit. Like, so that's a, that's just uh, uncategorizably mm. different and better. <laughs> but oh, yeah. it, it's interesting to think about like how these yeah. shows are different intentionally. Yeah. And I love... I love, love, love the opportunity to work, you know, in, on different instruments. When I put my guitar down and I pick up a, a banjo, for mm. instance, my guitar playing gets so much better. Absolutely. So that feels good. But anyway, back to the show, I'm just like, I'm floored by her ability to, you think I'm vulnerable. You think people are asking you, how do you do this show? Well, ooh, yeah. She, 
she just offers herself so much into this yes. process. And I, again, just feel so honored to be able to be able to <clears throat> be a part of the art making part of it. And so it's available on Spotify and oh, yeah. wherever you get your podcasts. And it's called I Hate It Here. It's by Tender Fire Media. It's an audio drama. It is an audio drama. Thanks for remembering. Mm. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite things. And then the other favorite thing, it's a TikTok where this person is on stage doing, I think, what maybe folks call spoken word poetry. And she's like sharing the ways in which the relationship she has with her daughter is just so complicated. I am the wind in my daughter's sails. She is a small and steady boat. Most days I blow gently, guiding her away from the shoreline of these genetics. Sometimes I become a tempest and her wooden masks Splinters beneath my howling words, she spends the rest of her life being repaired by therapeutic voices and kind hands. No, my daughter is a fish. She is little and helpless. She has fins and gills. There are predators I cannot protect her from because what am I but the moon? I have no hands. The only thing I have a say in is when and how high the tide ebbs and flows around her, not if she is caught in it. No. And painful and devastating and amazing and the biggest inspiration and absolutely heartbreaking and totally terrifying and completely the only thing she's ever wanted long before she knew she would. And it will be long after she feels like she can handle it. And I wanted to send it to so many people. So I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, you and your daughter, you and your mom, or da 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 da. And I'm just like, bruh, me and me. I don't know how, I don't know why. <laughs> but I'm just like so vibing on this poem that this person performed on stage and then put on TikTok. Again, what an honor just to be able to like witness somebody in their truth. That's my whole fucking reason for living. It's the whole fucking reason for the internet, frankly. To tell the truth to witness people in their truth and to yes. amplify stories and tell stories. That's the whole number one. The whole thing. So anyway, those two things I think exemplify that. And they are my favorite things. Hell yeah. So um, anyway, I love this segment. Favorite things. Let's do a trivia question, which I'm more apathetic about trivia than I am about favorite things. <sighs> this week. No, I think in general. I actually, I don't know that much about the Golden Girls. So I think that's probably why I'm like, all right. It's like a thing that I missed. Well, the question was, which of the Golden Girls had a gay brother? And, you know, I love this question for a number of reasons. I think there's a thing that the Golden Girls did, regardless of if you were in the zeitgeist, where they were just like, no, we're not doing, we're not doing racism. We're not doing homophobia anymore, you guys. We don't hate AIDS. We're not scared of people. You know what I mean? They were just really out here being like. Okay, moral compass needs to shift. What are we going to do? You know, totally. and it's like, who are you going to listen to? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. at the time, Jerry Springer. Before who was Jerry on Springer. before Jerry Springer? Who mm-hmm. who was on? Phil Donahue. Phil Donahue. Oprah. You, you're listening to Oprah, but I no, but like, they were a part of that though. Mm, they were like the pe- they're representative of who was watching Phil Donahue and who was watching Oprah. They were women who were born in like the. 20s? Before, yeah, they were born uh, in pre-war America, mm. and they had grown up through the '60s and through the '70s, <sighs> and then into the '80s when everything was changing. Mm. And that show was about what it is to be a human being, mm-hmm. and what it is to have live at the intersections, and to and so they talked about all kinds of things on that show that were like very, uh, like. Po- 
poignant of the times mm. like and so it pushing makes sense to be very too. pushing pushing the envelope absolutely and so that's why one of them had to have a gay brother who and was it that one was blanche Devereux. of course and the gay brother was clayton or clay lewis hollingsworth how is that her brother that is the gayest fucking name i've ever heard clayton literally lewis hollingsworth Every- played by monty markham and he was in two episodes one called scared straight uh, and the other called Sister of the Bride. Mm-hmm. I need to get into the Golden Girls. I do too. I'll say this: I know we that it's do in, a, like a binge. In, oh fuck yeah! Yeah. Remember last night we were watching not Planet <sighs> Earth but the Reptile prehistoric, prehistoric Earth. Bruh. Amazing. I'll tell you why? <laughs> That's I my favorite. Thing. Two reasons. <laughs> Apple TV. Number one: Adrian Marie Brown <laughs> on her 420 episode <clears throat> put on. Beachella, Beyonce's Coachella um, performance, and Planet Earth on the other side. Mm. She said, I just want to be surrounded by excellence while I do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bitch. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. So that, mm-hmm. and just like thinking about dinosaurs lately, just never mm. having really thought about them before. Totally. I missed that. I was like uh, in a crisis center or something when it was that time at age six or something oh God, that I was literally. supposed to be into it. So I just missed it. So I'm doing it now. I was full time in the babysitters club at that point. So I was like, dinosaurs? I don't know what we're talking about. Um, no, I really, that was my introduction to watching nature shit on TV. Yesterday. Yeah. I no. really, like, I mean, I have before, but I've never cared. Been into and, like, it. It was so yeah, good. I exclusively date people who your whole Instagram feed <laughs> is dogs or whatever. And I'm like, what? How many dog memes can you look at? I just look at a couple. <sighs> My other partner is professionally interested Man, in dogs. The options are somebody's tits, not bad, but it's not all I want. Uh, somebody Shooting, murdering somebody. Literally, somebody being killed. Some fucking news, aka both of the first two things, mm-hmm. or dogs. I'm going to go with dogs. <laughs> you know? There's also fashion, makeup, yes. beauty, swimsuits, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Yoga, not for me. Yoga, wellness, <laughs> uh, just general positive affirmation. Yeah. I tend to gear toward that. What else do I look at? It doesn't matter. Blanche. But p- prehistoric Blanche. Earth. Prehistoric Earth. <laughs> they're they're taking a lot of liberties, I think. Oh, it's amazing. They're though. doing David Attenborough is doing some deep storytelling that I'm like, okay. How do y'all know some information, first of all? Like, I don't understand. Because History like, is written by the victors, Destiny. I feel like we're here and have cameras and CGI. So. Right. You're going to hear about the T-Rex swimming through the ocean in order to get to the dead sea turtle who he doesn't share with his his children. They have to go eat baby sea turtles. Rip my fucking heart out. Damn. It was so good, man. It was so good. It's really good. <laughs> Y'all got to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Golden Girls. <laughs> you got to watch. And you got to watch Bruce Parker. But okay, let's do next, the Deary Query. We're gonna talk about the Deary Query. I don't know why, I'm just full of these. I love it. I'm really into it, and I just hope you don't stop. There's music in the house, music in our spirits. Okay, here's the question. And if you have any questions for us, or if you just have something on your spirit that you need to let out That's and right. like say it to somebody who's not gonna judge you, or but who might say it on the internet, but who might say it on the internet. You can go to dearjessamine.com and hit our comment box. Or you can hit either of us up on Instagram. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at dearjessamine. And you can follow us individually at my name is Jessamine and at Ash Danger Phoenix, but also at Tenderfire Media. That's right. Thanks for all that. You're welcome. I want to say this thing about Dear Queries too. If you go to our website, dearjessamine.com, 
and put submit a query, you, there's a box to check yeah. whether or not you want us to say it online. Yeah. So you can go there and like be totally anonymous and it's not from your Instagram and whatever. If you want to tell us stuff, mm-hmm. we would love to hear from you no matter what it is. You know, sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but we always get over it. And <laughs> I know that's right. Literally. Come back the next week to record. So oh my God. it would be dope to hear from you. That's it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Here's the question. <clears throat> Dear Jessamyn and Ash, I am a queer femme in a straight-facing relationship. I'm constantly joking that if my husband and I ever split up, I'm done with cis men. But it's not really a joke. (laughs) I was fully intending to date anything but a cis man after my last relationship, but then I fell in love with this guy. Bitch, I feel you! I'm sorry that I'm screaming. I'm so sorry. It's just, I had to let it out. Because I feel you. (laughs) Um... We're monogamous, though we've had many talks about that. Though I've been open at different points in past relationships, I don't feel drawn to that anymore. I'm happy and satisfied in my sex and romantic life, or as happy and satisfied as a person can be in those areas, but not complacent. My husband is super supportive of my queerness, and before my stepdaughter with him went off to college, the queer films outnumbered him two to one in this house. I know that's right. Since the pandemic, it's been really hard to connect with my queer community in a way that feeds the bisexual in me. I would go to Pride every year, hang out with LGBTQIA plus friends, and I felt fulfilled. Now this stuff is harder. Thank you, dear Jessamine, for helping to feed my hunger for queer community in a pandemic. Listening to you and Ash has not only helped me open my mind to how I act and react in relationship with others, but it's connected me to my gay free spirit. Listening to you both is like drinking a glass of water in a desert. Can you think of any other ways to remain connected to queerness when we're all disconnected from each other and lesbian bars and pride parades are group gatherings that carry too much COVID risk for me right now? Thank you both so much for your vulnerability, humor, and effort in making this podcast. It is so important. Mm. Thank you so much for sending that message. You do not know the positive impact it has had on our weeks. Yeah, I do have one thing that I want to say about this that do, is not about the question. Oh. Do, do, do. I feel like this person is speaking for a lot of people. Mm, which there are a lot of queer women yeah. who are in monogamous, hetero-looking relationships. Yeah. And they're like, I need community. My best friend is one of these people. Mm. She is like so fucking queer and is involved with all these cis men and like lives in a very straight conservative area. But she is queer and she's like she feels silenced but she's felt silenced and erased by me being like well you know like you could you could be more out or like you could be doing these things would you call it gay gay till graduation one time and she didn't talk to you for a long time weeks she's pretty mad she's a libra (laughs) she's pretty Mm, mad Um, yeah but um Man, that bitch knew what she, she knew, whatever, it's fine. The point is, I feel like this person is really representing for a lot of people. And I appreciate that they were so vulnerable with us and uh, told us what's good with them. I always fear this is going to happen to me. You fall in love with a man? Yes. And then like getting married. I've been having conversations about this. About what? Someone, okay, this person I'm hanging out with lately, her biggest fear is that she's going to fall in love with a man. And I said, why is that a big fear? She says, because then I'm straight. And I'm like, I don't think that's how it works. (laughs) Totally. It's literally not how it works. (laughs) But I, but it is. Look at this question. I'm I'm being this bitch in half, five seconds. You are. I mean, that's my biggest fear is that you're going to fall in love with a man and get married to him and have a kid. That's true. It would just be so out of like right field. You know, it would be crazier if I did that shit. 
That won't be that crazy. But <laughs> it would look crazy that. to other people. It would look crazy to other people. And you know who did do that, though, is this incredible car- sex cartoonist and oh, yeah. writer, Erica, I cannot remember, Erica Moen. Oh, my God. Look that bitch up. And I hope that What was the book that we that you had at the bedside or the uh, so toilet? Many- oh, Joy Sex. Oh, oh, oh Joy, Joy My Sex Toy? Oh, Joy Sex Toys or something like that. Yeah. But she, I, I don't know pronouns, so I'm just going to say they. Mm-hmm. They had um, like this incredible blog for years. I mean, I used to follow this shit on Tumblr, like doing incredible sex toy reviews. And part, but part of the story was that this person was like lesbian, lesbian, butch, gay, dyke. dyke met through through the blog met this dude in england mm. who's also an artist and fell in love i don't know if he moved to i think seattle I, I don't know if they moved to england but they're like together or at least they were and they work together and they make all of these this incredible art about sex and queer identity and um and evolution of self and sex toy reviews specifically mm-hmm. and like sex education. They're sex educators, but mm-hmm. cartoonists <laughs> and um or graphic novelists mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They're just incredible and I have so much love. But that person, dikey as fuck, mm-hmm. so dikey, getting dicked down. And I had no other context for that before you. <laughs> fuck you. Like fully like that. You'll know. <clears throat> you might know. Bitch, you that would happen to you though. So, yeah. Which part? You would run you, off with a man? No, you would run off with a man. I know. Isn't it just such the worst just, like, thing to fully think? Pregnant. And then you read stuff like this and you're like, dang, yeah, it's not good. Like at the grocery store all the time. People like me? Mm-hmm. Like farmers' wives with like Dykes that I'm like, who is that man you're with? I'm like, just like, that's my husband. I'm like, oh no, I feel you. <laughs> Uh, we out here. I am not. Happens. There's only no one way to make a baby. <laughs> well, no. I'm just kidding. Uh, Nuptials not required. Okay, this yeah. is what I want to say about this mm-hmm. um, question. Yeah, and it actually feels so important to me mm-hmm. because I think you know the answer already, question asker. At least a part of it, because you said the question is. Um, can you think of other ways to remain connected to queerness mm-hmm. when we're all disconnected from each other and lesbian bars and pride parades and group gatherings carry way too much COVID risk for me right now? Mm-hmm. So right before that, you talk about how important this show is to you mm-hmm. to feeling connected to queerness and something that my mother always said, which I, that is a phrase you may never hear from me again. <laughs> but something my mother always said is like, if you're feeling lonely or if you're feeling sad or if you're feeling put upon, or if you're feeling like, the world is giving you a hard time. Find somebody else who's having it worse and be Mm. a support to them because it'll occupy your mind. It'll remind you what life is all about. It'll remind you what love is and it doesn't cost anything typically to just reach out or, and do it in earnest. Like don't do it cause whatever, Mm. cause you're looking for something or whatever, but find where that is in your heart because that is what you're digging from in that moment is actually compassion for yourself. Mm. And so all I want to say as an answer to this is like one thing that Jessamine and I do to stay connected to queer people is make this show. 
Mm. and make art Mm -hmm. and put videos on the internet and talk about being queer, but also Mm. talk about everything else and just be queer. Yeah. Because that's the thing that identity sometimes is so tricky with like queerness when it relies on a partnership to validate your queerness, which Mm. is why I don't fuck with that shit, which is why it doesn't work that way for me when you fall Mm. in love with a man and get married and only one penis for the rest of your life does not make you straight because... It can't depend on that. Queerness is about who you are and how you live. But also queerness is not about who you hang out with. Absolutely. So like you can be out at Pride and But doing- I'm I'm underst- I just want to keep with what I'm saying real quick yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, totally. I understand what this person's asking like what are other ways? And yeah. all I want to say is pivot please anytime to how can I bring queerness to somebody else? Oh, interesting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. If you can, when you want, if it comes up for you because if if you know you're queer mm-hmm. or maybe if you're questioning because I think that's part of it is that like when you know you're queer and then you start fucking a man. Because me, when I'm fucking cis men, I'm like, what does this mean? <laughs> what does this even mean? And I'm like, this is like the just a live action fun. dildo. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not that much more intense for me, typically. Yeah. I mean, there are gentlemen who I enjoy the fact that they exist on the planet. But like, yeah. I don't need to hang out with them all the time. I don't need to fuck them too. So. Um, and so for me, it's like <clears throat> the answer the answer to the question that comes up for me is just like, how do you how can you be a part of bringing the queerness as opposed to finding it for, for you? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How do you make it for others? Or how do you make it for yourself? And what is your art? And what is the art of your life? And what is mm. the thing that is your zone of genius? What is the thing that you just fucking excel at? And I'm not necessarily saying take video of it, put it on the internet, but that's one way. Yeah. And like in that line of thought or something, it's like, you will find people on the internet. You'll find, first of all, mm-hmm. you'll find people on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I've been in this long question, excuse me, this long conversation about whether or not being on the internet is actually connecting with people. This Which is the I know that my you life, believe so I'm very interested. that it is. Yes. No, but baby, th- please don't simplify what, I'm, what I feel. I want to hear what you're talking oh, no, about. No, I was just like, your reaction was giving me that you feel that way. No, this is the conversation that I'm so interested in about influencership and yeah, about yeah. the internet. And yeah. people are so fucking basic and they're just like, scared. oh, do you market things? No, totally. People are and this scared is that they're being, being controlled, mind controlled. Yeah, but like the internet is the only place that I've ever been able to find community because I'm so introverted. Mm-hmm. And so it's really offensive to me whenever people are like, oh, well, like, you just want people to look at you. And I'm like, bitch, it's not my fault that you are just on the internet. I thought you want to look at me. Yeah, literally. Well, how do you like, know that? What the fuck? How do you know that? <laughs> How do you know? But for some of us, it's therapy. But okay, sure. Please continue. So I feel like that therapy is what my answer is. It's like, how do you find yourself? How do you find your queerness? What is your queerness about? Mm -hmm. Write it down. Sing it in a song. Um, I think there's there's other things that, you know, like it sounds like you're motivated by or like inspired by these kinds of conversations. So like obviously you're on the podcast thing, but like there are ways, I guess – was what I'm trying to say is that there are ways to live into your queerness that is not about consuming anybody else's perception of anything Mm. because you are queer enough. You are good enough. You have all the queerness inside you that you will ever need for the rest of your whole life. It cannot be taken away by anybody's perception of your relationship. It can't be taken away by disagreeing with two fat bitches on a podcast or agreeing or any of that. Like it can't be given or taken by that. You're connecting with yourself when you listen to us. Mm -hmm. You're remembering who you are and that's why it's moving to you. But that's also why we do it is because we're connecting to ourselves and that's why we do it. And so, you know, find your medium, I would say. Mm -hmm. I think that's the whole 
the whole thing. Just find your medium and express yourself. Yeah. This way, this beautiful writing that you do. Oh my god! Write literally. people fucking letters. Write every queer person you've oh, ever yeah, met a letter. Totally. I was gonna say, make put this on a blog, something. Yeah. Put it on a blog. Yeah, totally. Let this be the catalyst for the blog. Who knows? Oh, I don't even I know if you know, write or your literally. blog or whatever. But like, make stuff. Find yourself. Document who you are. Learn more about you. Question, tell yourself, ask yourself a question and truly answer it. Be like, bitch, what do you want to eat for breakfast? And then sit there and be like, what's my favorite breakfast? And if you want to document any and all of that, it doesn't have to even be something special. What's your favorite color? Ask yourself. Tell yourself. But then when the blue turns sort of into the green, but it's still super blue and you think it's blue, you know it's blue, but it gets really deep and like maybe a gradient, but I really like it on a jeans pattern, whatever, bro. Like get into it. Go deep with you. Matter matter Ugh. to you matter to you the way that somebody who matters to you, you would tell them or show them and then do that for you and i think that is the queer community that everybody needs before they could find any other you know oh my god i cannot i just agree with you so fully and i cannot i just i have a lot that i want to say but none of it is in opposition to what you're mm. saying i think that i completely agree with you um this question means so much to me because I was this person who did not have community. Mm -hmm. Like when I was an undergrad and I was like, I came out in high school and then I went to college and I was in an area where like, it's very, there are not a lot of gay people there. And the gay people that were there were like in community. So it's like hard to meet people in a small town. If you don't know people mm -hmm. already, it's really hard to meet people. And especially if you're introverted. And so it was really challenging for me to even have community. And I just hung out with straight people because mm -hmm. that was who was in my program. And that's who I was friends. And like, I love straight people. Good you know what I mean? So yeah, questionable on the good, but I love them good or not. And, um, but I did not have community and the only community that I had was through art. So Alex Olson, I was listening to this piece, um, Cunt country. It was either cunt country or subtle sister. And she was saying all of these things that I was like, when you and I listened to Alex Olson, because you grew up in community, you, mm -hmm, this definitely. is one of your privileges. I literally was you grew up in dyke how community. much privilege with community I've had. Yes. <clears throat> and like you had people around you who would listen to Alex Olson and be like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, right. yeah, like she's talking about shit that like, I don't, I don't really care about or that. Or you'd be like, well, I like that lesbian artist, but that one kind of gets on my nerves. And that one, yeah. she, you know, I hung out with her once. She's, she's cool. Which she's all right, whatever. Be, I mean, we yeah. should all be out here making our art so much that we can have gen good critique. I yeah. think about this all the time with black female uh, artists that like, we should be able to critique each other. It shouldn't just be like, oh, you're out here. So like, now I love you. No, like, do, do I fuck with what you're yeah. saying? Does it feel relevant to me. Yeah. So I think that's really, that makes sense to me. But the Alex Olsen stuff in particular, I think about the lyrics or I say lyrics, but the uh, words in her poetry. And I was like, that was the only person who was saying that shit to mm. me. Like I never heard anybody saying just like flagrantly post second wave, like deep, like ownership of of cunt identity mm. like ownership of that to a place where like i now feel compelled to stand in my she her pronouns in a way that i never did mm. where it's like i want to be i want to be a part of that and the only way that i had that context was through art mm -hmm. and also through this podcast the planet podcast yeah. with elka and casey 
And I please, if you are a Kelkian, oh my God, at my name is Jessamine, please reach out. I, I Nipple cupcakes, please. Oh my God. But this podcast, these two dykes in Santa Fe, uh, Albuquerque, Albuquerque, New Mexico, they tried to do an L word watch. They started it for this exact same reason. Yeah. They put on Craigslist that they wanted to do an L word watch party or like launch party or whatever, when season three came out and nobody came or like nobody reached out. And so they started a podcast instead. And that podcast changed my life. Yeah. Like I was like, I never, they were my whole community. They were everything. Like I'm not, I didn't have anybody and they were everything. And it meant so much to me. And I just really appreciate this person reaching out because I'm like, I feel you. <laughs> and they, um, oh my God, they used to do like a caller hotline. Mm-hmm. And um, I called one time. I was so drunk and lonely. I was like 21 or whatever. And I was just talking about how I was doing exactly what I'm doing right now. I was mm-hmm. crying. And they played it on the show. I was so embarrassed, <laughs> horrified. And then at the same time, I was like, "These are my friends. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you for being out there." So, um, I just feel like it's no small thing to listen to the show and to yeah. connect with us because yeah. sometimes that's all that you have. Anyway, oh, please. So I appreciated that. And um and I when I first read the question I thought I don't really have an answer because I was I was also like I don't really have a community. But then when you start talking, I was like, oh, I guess I did just start putting stuff on the internet. <laughs> and that is how I met so many people. And I feel like it's not about like showing yourself. It's just about being like, Hey, I'm out here. Like what, can I meet people? Like that's, that has always been literally the whole reason that I ever started posting anything on the internet was just connect, connect with other human beings. So as whatever you can create, just put it out there and you will find your community because they are right there waiting for you and looking for you too and needing you to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um I also think that you if you write this beautifully mm-hmm. and you start writing letters to some of those people, you will have a polyamorous queer girlfriend circle polycule within minutes because <laughs> bitches love receiving emails like this. Definitely. <laughs> uh so yeah. But um, yeah. Represent. Good luck. I am. I I know that I can find for anybody. I love you, and I'm glad that you wrote to us. And I'm grateful to be in your community now, more than we already were. True. So thank you. For thank that. you. Thank you. Uh, Afterthought of the week. Mercury is still retrograde. Oh, and that bitch is in there. And you know what? I'm leaning in. Have like a countdown every time it's in retrograde. But it is retrograding back through Taurus. And somebody else is retrograde. There's a couple of different planets that are retrograding. But the hell's being Venus, retrograde? I can't remember if Venus is in Aries or not. But Mars just went into Aries like today. 
and um Jupiter's ass has been in Aries and is gonna be for the majority of this year and I'm just so grateful I'm happy anytime the planets are in Aries because I feel like we need to lead. We need to go forward. We need to. Move. We do not need to dwell on the past. There's time. The body remembers. The body holds the score always. So you don't really need to remember. Uh, you do need to look forward mm-hmm. and be brave. And I, but I mean, and I'm saying this as a Cancer. We're professional rememberers. Memory. I have all the receipts. Elephants. We are the elephants. Never forget. <laughs> You ready to get the fuck about here? I am so ready to oh, get the fuck about when we do though. trivia. Yeah, let's do trivia. It's your trivia. Trivia. Okay. Trivia. The trivia question for this week is, in the movie, The Legend of Billie Jean, 1985, what was the main character's three-word battle cry? If you've even sort of seen this movie, you know the answer. Three words over and over again throughout the movie. What did she say? What did she demand? What were those three words? I only know the answer because you told me yesterday during the strategy meeting. But I am also wondering if this is a piece of like gay folklore culture that you and your new boo have been connecting around. We have not been connecting around it, but uh, (laughs) I wouldn't call her my boo. My friend and I have certainly connected in the past over this movie. Mm -hmm. And with that, (laughs) shall we get the fuck out of here? I would love to. Bye. Bye. Dear Jessamine is produced by Tenderfire Media. For more on our show, follow us on Spotify and Instagram at Dear Jessamine or head over to our website, dearjessamine.com. If you're an Apple podcast person, you can subscribe to our show. And while you're there, write us a review. They really help us out a lot. And they give you a place to let folks know how you feel about our show. Here's our team. Kylie C. Roberts is our editor slash producer. Angel Foster and Naya Williams do our social media. Jamie Leppard draws our art and Fruit Snack plays our theme song. Montez Mickles is our director of production. Anna Rooney is my chief of staff. Amber Richardson is Ash's chief of staff. Ash Danger Phoenix is my co-host and co-producer. And I am Jessamine Stanley. And we believe that no one should be in jail for weed. Tender fire. Drop page.